spoken name. He lurked in the shadows, waiting and hoping she wouldn't take a different room. This was a usual room. He knew that. He knew her. Ghost of Me, the new book by Amanda Steele, can be found at Amazon, Kobo, Waterstones, and many, many other places. Hi guys, it's Andy N. Thanks today for downloading or streaming yet another episode of Spoken Label. As you may or may not be aware, Spoken Label was started in the beginning of 2006, and currently we have well over 150 sessions recorded and sent. Although you can find it on various networks, the full archive is available for streaming and downloading at Spoken Label full stop, bandcamp.com. It is a free download or free stream in there. But obviously, if you feel like chucking me a few pennies that way, it would be eternally grateful to help me keep this podcast going and keep improving my equipment, etc. Enjoy. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Spoken Label. Hi, guys. Andy N. Spoken Label. Back in the house and back on Zoom again tonight. I've got a privilege today because the gentleman I'm speaking to actually headhunted me and I like that when people quite track me down and find out what I spoke with them. Oh yeah, can you put me on? Yeah, yeah. And then when I look, check them out. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Matches gentlemen. So gentleman's name is Richard Earls and he's calling I'm speaking to him all the way in the middle of France. So Richard, introduce yourself to everybody, tell them who you are and where all your creativity originally came from. And we'll start from there. Okay. Um well my create that that well my name's Richard Earls. I, um, for the last four or five years, have been performing spoken word um, around, around the place, uh, London, Paris, and New York, more, more recently. Um, and I started it in a, at about 16, playing in a band. Um, um, we, used to, we, did the, uh, we did the London clubs with the 100 Club, uh, Wardour, uh, the, um, Ward, what's the one in Wardour Street? Um, that's, so it's a long time ago. Um, and... Uh, sort of just ca- carried on the, the music until I got a, a, a single released on a subsidiary of Virgin called Paladin, which is a, basically a jazz pop label in the, in the mid-80s. And uh, it all came to a spectacular end, um, as things do for most, for most people um, to try, trying the business. <laughs> so um, moved to France with, with my, my family, um, grew, grew our family here. And uh, out of the blue, was asked to provide lyrics for a French indie pop band called Skittle Alley, which I did. I, I had n- nothing to lose. It was it, it was it was a challenge, and uh, they really liked it. And uh, asked me to perform at the at uh, the one of the their, they called the UK Indie Pop Festival, which was at a pub in Birmingham, um, in the jewellery district, I've actually forgotten the name of the pub, but it's a big pub, big music pub. And uh, they said, oh, you're a poet, Richard. Okay, okay, I didn't want to argue. So they said, come on and do a poetry slot. And I'd never done poetry in my life. <laughs> and all I'd done is ri- written lyrics. So I did it and it sort of, the ball started from there. That must have been about five years ago. And it's just just one of those, one of those crazy things. Um, yeah. I got a, a boost to my to the to the writing by uh, uh, in San Francisco I was walking down market and uh, there was a young um, GI on the street 
Um, and um, it was just around about the time that, uh, well, the, the second Iraq war was going on. And my son was just old enough to be, um, could, could have been, um, subs I get my languages mixed up. Um, could have been forced to enlist. If he'd been American, he could have been forced to go out there. And this just made me sort of become very aware of what was going on. And then this young man about the same age as my son were on the street. And uh, my first sort of serious poem was born then. And it just hasn't stopped. So it's just that, yeah. So there you go. And that brings you up. Well, just basically just, I just started gigging and uh, um, I now, yeah, I do. Well, I was doing about maybe because well, three or four gigs um, every sort of every sort of three or four months, um, and it all came to a grinding halt um, in in April in March, where I had to cancel my two. I had a gig in at the at the, uh, the, the the big untidy in Reading, and I had an opportunity to perform at the um, Lyra Poetry Festival just as an open mic. But I've been trying to get into Bristol for probably four years. I'm tenacious, like you know that because I've been. <laughs> I've been uh, stalking you. Um, oh, you've and, been politely asking me. <laughs> and I've got myself in a position where I was going to be in front of the people I wanted to be in front of for three minutes at the uh, an open mic, and I had to cancel both these gigs. And so that brings us bang up to date. Fortunate, isn't it, really? So, now obviously, when you got into your poetry then, and obviously you started doing it, did you find... Um, I know you've been compared to John Cooper Clark a couple of times, haven't you? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Was that intentional when you started performing? Were you aware of John Cooper Clark before that? Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, he's he's my well, you know, he's my meat. I mean, he's what he 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 would have been what I was listening to when I was in my in my twenties, you know. Yeah. Um, cool. so, but 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 I would never have, you know, I would never have assumed to presumed to 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 be anything like that. I think it was. It was actually a musical. It was Andy Von Pip who did a, does a, used to do a musical blog. He was sort of associated again uh, this strange association for me with it, with indie pop because in the eighties I was a, I was a one issue doing my music and and Jesus and Mary Chain completely passed me by until about five years ago when um, when I did some uh, did some m music with a couple of their their um, couple of their um, musicians. And, and being involved in this indie pop festival thing, and that, that's all part of that scene. And Andy Von Pitt chose one of my songs to be on his um, songs to learn, songs to love and learn, I think it was called. So that was just like a, an amazing shot in the arm for me. And it was basically, it was a song, but the words were spoken. It was only the chorus that was sung. So obviously it was going, you know, things were going somewhere. And I played, I, yeah, so no, it wasn't intentional, but I suppose it was just my, some of my, Bullying. Well, I've been described as a having a bullying pulpit delivery, which I'm trying to temper because <laughs> it yeah. doesn't really. But but when you're talking about you know sort of 16 year olds sort of dying of dying in the trenches and stuff, sometimes you can't help but sort of. Yeah, be, you can't yeah, you can't exactly you do it do it softly and gently. It needs to be quite exactly. It, yeah. that can that's just as powerful as uh, shouting. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it completely. Now, you were telling me off mic before, and you've mentioned a bit before as well, that you've obviously really living in the middle of France now. I know you've been performing in Paris, haven't you? And also yeah. New York a lot. I want to know about your experience in New York. Um, well, uh, basically, I started um, just doing a couple of open mics. 
and um, a bit, again, uh, my sort of um, tenacious um, ca character got me a small mini feature. I couldn't get, a, I'm not known enough to get a big, but I actually got a mini feature um, at, um, at the Bowery Poetry Club, which was just like amazing, because it's like a, the holy grail for, for a lot of, lot of people. Um, and uh, it's just so popular. I mean, you, you, the, 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 they, they say, you know, you hand over your twenty dollars. It is there, and uh, they um, so I'll um, I just like to sign in, and they say, "Look, join the queue." And I was talking to the guy at the door, and I turned my back, and there was a line across the room of wow. people. So everyone had just got up from the seat, their seats that you know, and that they were everyone was like signing in to to, to do their stuff. Um, and the other place called uh, Inspi I think it's called Ins Inspired Word, uh, run by Mike Geffner. Is it's just incredible. The, the quality is just so, I mean, it knocks a lot of things that you see, that I've seen elsewhere into a cocked hat. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's got, sorry. <laughs> I know you It's got that, air. this is this delay that I'm, I'm very, I'm, yeah, I tend to hog the conversation. So I should, I should try, I'll, I'm trying to remember that there's a delay because I'm just like piling on. <laughs> um, it's, 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 it's New York, and I've been coming to New York. I've been working in, in New York regularly since two, well, two weeks after 9/11, um, and it's just a like home from home. But it's got such a buzz, and you know, as an antidote to, I'm looking at you can't see, but I'm just looking out at, at fields and trees here, and which is great. But you do need a bit of um, adrenaline, you know, an adrenaline rush from time to time. And you get it, and you get this, like, I don't know if you've ever said this, like, clicks to people holding their drinks, so they can't clap necessarily or react. So when, they, when you've said a line or a couple of lines which strike a chord, they, they do this, like, clicking, and it's just like, oh, God, I, I, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in a beat poet's den in the, 1940, in the late 1940s. You know, <laughs> Brilliant. Now, you mentioned the beat poets. So who, who's your favourite beat in the beat? I'm a bit ignorant about of, of poetry because I didn't come into it from, from poetry. But um, obviously, I've read I've read on on the road book for what you know. Um, but I I like you know I like Dr. Seuss, and that's not oh. how they uh, that's not how Americans pronounce it. Uh, I, I came across um, Seuss, I think. Um, Someone, I was talking to an American and they just laughed when I said, you know, because it, it's, I don't know if you know Elizabeth Bishop. I do, but not, per of, not personally, yeah, but I do. <laughs> but some of, you know, the, 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 was it, the art of losing is hard to master. And some of that stuff is, the, it's like Dr. Seuss. It's all, they're contemporaries, I think. I think they were doing stuff at the same time. I mean, um, and I, again, ignorant to ignorance, but so beat poetry, I'm not, you know, I suppose um, of all the great, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh Christ, my brain. Um, he, he wasn't really. He was a stand-up comedian, and he was always getting. Or the police always sitting in the front row to to, um, to to arrest him when he when he was obscene. I know he's not a poet, but he's and I know he's not really technically beat, but and the, you know the one I mean is drug. Oh, uh, go on. Yeah, yeah. You know who I mean. Oh, God, that's terrible. Oh, I'm not that today as well. First, uh, first proper day back in work, we had to be. 
<laughs> sorry. So, um, so, sorry. Yeah, I don't. My my knowledge of beat poets are not is not great. I mean, I can ring. I can I can say Ginsberg and Kerouac, uh, and uh, that's it. No, cool, cool. That will definitely sell. And what sort of plans have you got for your poetry? Can you see what direction you'd like it to head in? Um, well, I'm pretty discouraged, actually. Um, I think this, um, it, it's been good doing these, these, these videos to put, to put out online because I'm not, not gigging, because it's given me a chance to sort of see what, what I'm like and, and get reactions from people. But I did a little book, um, which... Obviously, I mean, I, I, I literally just before the, the, all the, this, the, this, these events, you know. Um, but uh, I don't see my, my on the page. It doesn't seem to doesn't seem to translate. I think I, I I'm better at selling my poems on stage than on on, pa on paper. I mean, I can't get into some of the review, reviews of the of the organisations that I do I, I play regularly at. Britain. Yeah. So it's another thing, and I am aware of that. It's like, I mean, I know I've done this, I've been through the mill in, in bands, and the difference between, you know, playing on stage and then going into the recording studio is just like, it's not, you're not the same group. You know, you, you're selling, you're there and you're selling it. Um, but when you're, it all has to just um, jump out, jump off the page or jump off the, um, the, the, the vinyl as it would have been then. Um, yeah, so um, I'm uh, I'm just doing it. I'll just play when people people allow me to play. I'll just I'll just play it when I can. Yeah, it's the best way. Right, so you, you... I, should be happy, I should be happy with that because yeah, I shouldn't expect too too much, you know. Yeah, what I wanted to ask you before on a different on a completely different note as well was you were telling me off bike before about the music challenge you're doing at the moment as well. I think that our viewers would like to know about it when you're doing your harmonica uh, challenge. <laughs> I um, uh, I friended someone that I played last really seen and played with, probably when we were in our twenties uh, on Facebook, and he said, "Oh, hi, Richie. You used to do." And then he and he reeled off um, the old grey whistle test theme. Um, uh, Love me do. Oh. Uh, um, um, oh god what's that then there were two there were two others um i think it was a doctor it might have been a doctor feel good one and then then one other and he said do it you know you can do it you used to do that come on get, make my day <laughs> you know do it <laughs> so i went into i so I, I made i made a little video and and i got people fa 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 you know contacted me they hadn't contacted me for ages they were saying you you know you've just you've just raised the spirits of the west london posse you know there are a low load of people in west london and can you do you know so they say well can you do a dr feelgood one so i did a dr feelgood one and it's like they're practically like crying in their beer over it which are, you know it's just like because i suppose it's what they they don't know me for this you know this this always highfalutin spoken word this is i was like in, you know an r&b dance band um and uh if we didn't get you dancing by the second song we it was you know we'd lost what we'd we we all our gigs were like football matches so we'd lost two nil 
if we were if, if the audience wasn't dancing by the, the end of the second song that was it it was a complete failure so it's a, a huge gulf between that and standing up and talking about you know sort of doing adaptations of um uh, funeral blues by um wh Orton, you know <laughs> it's like, oh it's completely different that's why in my that you've gone from one direction to another all completely yeah. you don't you don't see people it's, doing it's, that sort of thing but it's been smooth i mean it's because of this this uh out of the blue request to write a load of lyrics for a fr this French indie pop band who for I think they, they recorded released about four records with my lyrics on it and um, th and then they said and then the organizers were organizing a festival for, for these these bands uh, and uh, they said do you want to come and do a poetry spot and I'd never done poetry in my life I'd just been writing all this stuff so I had to sort of somehow adapt some of these things that I've been doing for hit for uh, uh, Fanon is his name, uh, and uh, yeah, so it was like an it was a bit like an intellectual challenge, and it just stuck. And I got, I got other. I just kept on getting gigs. I think it's usual best way that because when I was looking, you're an artist. Everything goes naturally progressive from A to B. Yeah. That's what it clearly happened. You, he's gone smooth, and I think when you do it, do gigs all the time. People get say, "Oh, you try to do this for me," and you, you don't look. You don't know where it's going to go next. You just follow no. the adventure. But it'll go naturally till we get to C, D, and freaking out the red ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, someone told me that um, the, the, re the, 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 the reason that, there is, that the Israelis were able to grow oranges in the desert was one drop at a time. One, yeah. Yeah, this is very deep, isn't it? <laughs> one drop, and you just put one little drop on the, sap, on the little seedling, and then another one, another one, and then you get you get a, a, a an orange growth. So this is all I do. This is the only way. I just go from it's like little steps, and I just do that, and I'll, like I'm always trying to connect, making connections and things. And sometimes I'm sure I get. I mean, I even join Twitter Oof. to try. To try and get a gig, to try and get a gig at the Poetry Cafe in London. Oh, good luck! Uh, no, I mean, because because uh, yeah, uh, sadly, my my, my the, the, that that is clo close to me now. Um, but uh, it, it's just, uh, but I've stopped. I mean, I keep on getting all these the, the, all these things on my phone for Twitter. I'm going to close the account because I only did it for to try and make a connection. But I think not everyone reacts well to un un. Well, unsolicited contact. You seem like you're open to it. <laughs> I, I'm not everybody, mate. I'm a, sometimes you have to pick my cases. I'm open to it, but you're going to pin me down sometimes because I'm busy. That's why I'm got, when I'm on the day job, I'm doing lot, chatting yeah. lots of other people on other things. I'm busy, so that's I'm always yeah. I love chatting to people. So. <laughs> it's a different. Well, so. that's great. Yeah, I, I'm always talking to people. Um, I talk to strangers. <laughs> Which not everyone thinks is a good idea, but I do, I do, and uh, um, I think it's yes, you should. No, definitely. Now, what I should ask you about also as well is, then you tell me before so, you've been telling us about a bit about your work and performing. Um, tell us about yeah. how you how your poems come together. Then, do you give us one example? Do you do a lot of it on the road? You're writing or when you're at home. Uh, well, I'm, I, I, it tends to be when I'm travelling. For some reason, our trains are good. <laughs> oh, yeah, for me as well. <laughs> uh, and uh, well, I mean, you know, pl planes 
I spend well, I don't, this might all change I'm talking as though there's, there's actually a, I've actually got a life but um, I used to spend a lot a lot of time on on, on planes and uh, you've got like to go to New York you've got six or seven hours to kill usually when I'm coming back because you, you get more, more stimulated but um, and it just I mean the, 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 this one the, the GI on the GI sitting on the sidewalk in a uh, market street in san francisco i just i'd seen um there's there's like waves of pe of homeless people with tro with supermarket trolleys going into the park uh, just up at the well i think i can't remember what the park's called but there's a park by hayton ashbury i think it is and they go they're just like disappearing into the park and then I saw this guy, this young guy, just like begging, just had his hand. He looked like a, like a Buddha statue, which was like, you know, a strong image and that helped. And that's when my first sort of anti-war poem came about, you know. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And then family things. I mean, I've had a couple of, my, my, I lost my uncle and my, and my cousin, you know, so the, the, the dad and then the son within a year of each other um, last year and uh, that was inspiring you know in a bad way and, um, it turns out the two poems that I got out of that one of them was a, a pastiche of um, funeral blues by Auden the other one was um, a poem well it wasn't a pastiche but it was one of the, a very very it, bought, it was uneasily similar in in tone to um, a Blake poem called um, uh, sunflowers. Now this one's called signposts. Oh, I yeah. and, and literally, I didn't mean it on this girl, you know. Uh, but the Jordan one was on purpose because it was just like the the, the the funeral was was all um, we were all in shirt floral shirts and dancing and you know it was a joyous occasion. Um, uh, yeah. So just through what what's happening, you know. But it can't, they usually come fully formed. Oh, right, do they? That's interesting then, because normally in my case, when I'm writing, my come out, I might have the idea where I'm going, but trying to tease the poem out can take me weeks sometimes. Yeah. Well, most of my poems are less than a minute long. <laughs> and it's only, it's recently I've managed to get, I, I, I thought this, I, maybe I shouldn't do this. So I actually set myself a, 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 a not a task it, it, something had happened in my family and i and i started the, the poem all i got to the beginning of the poem was the title which was 21st century warrior queen and then what with what shall i fill this page oh god yeah that was I've it. Done, done that before and that was done it. That before yeah and i got five i got five minutes out of it and i actually did i did it at the um wells oh yeah i did the wells um literary festival that they it was uh, i'm an honorary froome poet froome poet mm. i was talking about the southwest of england and, and there's a couple of um poets uh, sort of djs there who um seem to like my stuff my music and my stuff and i, and I regularly sort of got get interviewed uh, uh, there although i don't come from there i've only visited it well I've, i played there once and i visited it once but the froome the Somerset scene that has a day, a night at the uh, at the Froome Festival. Uh, sorry, at the Wells Festival, and I was I was asked to do I had to do five minutes. So my uh, ballad of twenty um, first Moored Agnish, twenty first century warrior queen, was on. Oh Bingo. wow! Wow! You know, uh, 
But five minutes is a lot to learn. I couldn't do it. Can't do it. I can't well, perform I poetry. I, I can't memorise it. I don't. I, people told me because I was coming out of music into poetry, and they said my mate Andy, um, who accompanied me on this first fest, um, indie pop festival, because I thought I need someone on stage with me. So he he sort of played um, sort of accompaniment to my to my poems. And he said, oh, no, no, it's okay. You can read in, you can read poetry. That is fine. You can't read if you're like singing. That's just, that's a no-no. But if you're performing, you can. So I, I was doing this gig in, in Reading and um, I said, oh, could you turn the, they hadn't turned the house lights down. And I said, could you turn the house lights down? And the, please, and uh, Barry, the, uh, the, the guy around, I said, no, you're not going to be able to read that. <laughs> so I said, no, I'll be fine. And he turned the house lights down. I couldn't read bits of paper. Oh, it's typical, that, isn't it? <laughs> so I've never been on stage with a bit of paper since. Oh, it's typical. Like I said, I'm not, doing, I'm not doing this. And I've, I've it's a big, I haven't, I haven't, there's some of them that I don't play that, perform that often, so I don't know them. But um, I just learned them. Yeah, yeah. I can say completely. So let's start playing that key. The people are interested in learning is with tips you give people for learning poetry. I think it's everyone's got a different method of learning. Chunk, you do it in chunks and then stick them all together. So, I so this five minute one, I learned the sort of three one and a half minute ones. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, best way, best way, isn't it? So, <laughs> and I did, and I, I, I was thinking about it the other day, and I. I'd hardly ever get a chance to talk about this because I've done, I do this, this nutty, this, this nutty nonsensical poem. And I realized that what it was, was I wanted, there were certain words I wanted, Soho, Boho, Gyro, Hero, um, Laundromat, Big Mat, Dimes, and Sign of the Times. I wanted, and I just filled it up with, well, it's, it's not quite, Nonsense, because a hero is a long, long sandwich. A gyro is a wrap. And um, yeah, that's, so that, that's all there was to start with, was the, was the end of the lines. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, get you. You see, you get you, you're training for it, going straight away. That's it and stuff. Now, there you go. That's, that's, so that's it, because rhymes, it, the thing about music is tunes and rhymes make it easier to learn songs than, than poetry, because you don't have the tune. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it completely. And I don't always... I, I, it's not that I always... Everything rhymes and it's all square, but um, it, it does help. If, you're, if you're, your mind's whirring, you know, and you think, what's the, what's the next line? You can, you, at least you can sort of take a, <laughs> a stab in the dark. <laughs> oh, completely. No, and completely. They might, and they might not notice. <laughs> true, 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 true. Now, R Richard, if people want to find out more about you, where are the best going? Um, the good, I've, I've got all my videos, which are, which is basically my live act on my YouTube, which is, I think it's Richard Earl's YouTube. Um, but, but I've, but there are various links on my Facebook page. You get the links to everything, um, which is Richard Earl's hyphen spoken word. And it's at Richard Earl's live is the, um, is the address official address because it used to be my live music page and then when i stopped doing that i changed it but i didn't change the name yeah okay clear that's fine i'll make sure we people get the people referred to you at the end of this definitely that's great. That's now great. i Thank know you. you're going to do a few poems for us now so 
So yeah. we'll take a pause for a moment or two and we'll let you get, we'll both get ourselves prepared. Everybody okay. hang around. It's been a fantastic interview. Thank you for today, Richard. It's been really interesting, actually. Thank you. Which I appreciate it, Tom. <laughs> no, no, I've had worse. <laughs> Much worse. <laughs> right. Take care, guys. Back in a minute or two, okay? Stay safe. Okay. Spock on me. Hi, guys. Straight over to Richard. He's got four points for us today, and I'm looking forward to this. Over to you, Richard, my friend. Okay, this one's called The Arms Factory Tour, brackets Hellfire. The answer was no. They were sure there was no one around to give us a tour. The hologram on the door just looked bored. She was sure they didn't do tours. And the 3D avatar on the screen didn't seem keen. He hissed, if you persist, you'll end up on a list of suspected terrorists. The message was clear. Its meaning was plain. Do not ask again about this fragment of shell that was pulled from the shoulder of a child on a stretcher in a bombed out town centre. And it's coming home to the factory where it was born. In labor laboratory conditions, untouched by human hands, robots arms at their command, this fragment of shell was pulled from the shoulder of a child on a stretcher in a bombed out town centre. And hellfire came, like steel drops of rain. Its aim that day, to kill and maim. Hellfire raged above the children's game, and steel rain stopped play. Then hellfire rained on the ambulance that came, and the people prayed, but I'm afraid God wasn't listening that day. And hellfire came, but it left a trace, a sequence of numbers, a place and a date. This fragment of shell has a story to tell. In a bunker in Alabama, they manufacture terror. But they don't set the fuse, they don't fool the trigger. And there'll be no admission of guilt for the rockets they've built. There'll be no such submission to any war Crime Commission and the corporation's position. We didn't pull the trigger. We didn't set the fuse. We can't be held to blame if our product is misused. Brilliant. Great start of that. Yeah, because some of it's a good way to do a somber start to feature, yeah, and I, that's really powerful. Where did the idea for that? Where did the idea for that piece come from? Then? Um, ah, this is uh, Robert Fisk. Um, ah. Brilliant. Uh, Mid Middle Eastern, uh, Middle East um, correspondent used to be for the Independent, um, a man who sticks to his guns, and he walked out of, of the Independent when the, he didn't believe they were had the right position on the Middle East, um, and he um, was one of the things that he did was track down. He'd get he he based I think he's based in Beirut, and anyway there was a uh, an ambulance was bombed in Lebanon by a uh, well, by an American Hellfire missile, and he basically tracked it, tracked, tracked it down to the the, uh, the manufacturer, and went in and, and um, faced had a face to face meeting with the uh, the the, uh, the the CEO, you know, the the, the top guys of uh, I think it was Boeing, and uh, I just thought that was amazing, 
and uh, it was around about the time. I mean, there was a time where we were just every time in the, you were just in the news or an art art exhibition, you'd see, you know, there's what we went to. Uh, I went to the uh, um, uh, Venice Biennale, and there was this whole section uh, in the Middle East one, and the, there was a there was a, 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 a presentation which looked like a, an estate agent's window, but it was bombed out blocks of flats, and you know just. Just all this stuff is just coming coming in, and it just something had to come out, and that was that came out. And yeah, he brilliant. would go and call them out. Brilliant! I really enjoyed that. So yeah, I've really got it. So okay, we've been looking looking at the time. So should I give us your second piece now? Yeah. Then? Okay, now this one is dedicated to my cousin Patrick, um, and it's um, after Auden. Uh, it's called Too Soon. Reset all the clocks. Switch your phones back on. Shout from the rooftops. He's dead. He is not gone. Bang a gong. Or let off a glitter bomb. Beat loudly on that drum. For there is still good work to be done. And let the mourners come. In floral shirts and summer dresses, painted nails and smiling faces. Well, make no mistake, we're here today to celebrate. And for Christ's sake, give the dog a juicy bone so we can howl at the moon. It's too soon! And altogether as one, he is dead. He is not gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got the order and inspiration on straight away there, yeah. Excellent. That was much fun. It's an angry piece, but it's a soft one. That makes sense, does it? Yeah, just... well, I'm trying to control myself. <laughs> yeah, no, it works really well. Because I was expecting to be really... I can imagine you, a year or two ago, if you performed that. Because the nature, I had an evolution of performing right through it, so sometimes change it a bit as you go along. You held a lot of anger back there, and I thought that was really well done. Really, really good stuff. Well, thank you. Okay, on to number three. Um, some of you will notice uh, this next one bears... Um, a resemblance to a Blake poem called Sunflowers. Um, it's entitled Signposts and dedicated to my uncle who we sadly lost um, just over a year ago. Signposts. On the road we see signposts. They never tell us where to go, they just show us the way, should we be so inclined. And on the way we meet people, who open our minds. Like signposts, they never tell us what to do. We just have to listen and then decide. Brilliant. Great stuff. Thank you. Um, yeah. Right, okay. now this last one's a bit of nonsense. <laughs> nonsense rules, right? <laughs> In my mind. Um, but it, but it's it does have a geographical sense. Um, it, it, and it, I, it hasn't got a title, but it's it's don't don't hate heroes. Let's get your attention. Don't hate heroes. Don't eat gyros. Don't live in Soho. Don't want to be a boho. A coke and a Big Mac, sitting in the laundromat, counting dimes. It's a sign of the times. Blimey. God, that was quick. <laughs> I was spending more well, then. Yeah. 
I mean, that, that's pretty average. For I, I decided not to do the one, the, the one with the swearing. So I thought, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Great stuff. Like you caught me in completely out then. <laughs> but it was wondering why there's no explicit rating on this because there's no explicit photos. But that's fine, Richard. Great stuff. Now, well, I, I, I went to see. There's a, a woman. You might have heard of her. Um, Miriam San Marco. I've heard the name. Who, look, this is an this is an amazing story because one of my early gigs. I'm I'm an ex I'm a UK. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an expat who's moved moved to France 30 years ago, and then Brexit came. Blah blah blah. And I was doing this gig sort of during sort of the the, the, the I think Brexit had just been decided, and she is um, I think she, she's a French Algerian. She's certainly from the North, North Africa French. And she was, has been living in England for 30 years. So it was like, we're mirrors of each other. And yeah, yeah. it was just, just, just incredible. And she, she was the um, bard of the, the, the Bournemouth, Birmingham, Bournemouth has a bard, uh, what do they call it, a, a poet laureate. And she was Birmingham, uh, Bournemouth's poet laureate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so she was performing. And she just went up there and she just did this, basically, verbally, it sort of described, I think it was a rape or very, very hard sex. And I thought, oh my God, you know, it's like, you've got my attention. And it made me think, it just made me think. So I've, I've sort of been meddling, um, dabbling, <laughs> shall we say, but uh, in um, um, sli being slightly uh, less than polite. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's for another time. <laughs> yeah, definite, definite. We'll do a second, we'll get you in for a second session. We're yeah, past, well, I've got we're two. I've got two with uh, I've got two rude ones. Well, they're not rude ones, but they just have rude bits in them. <laughs> next time, then, right? I'll hold yeah. you up for that one next time, then. Thanks. <laughs> now, hang around, Richard. I need a quick word of your mic. Well, thank yeah. you again today. It's been a pleasure. It's been really interesting thank to you. chat with you. It's really been brilliant. It. Really thank enjoyed you. it. Thank you. So, take care, guys and girls. Stay safe and stay sane if possible. And we'll see you all soon. Take care. Bye. Spock on me. Thanks again for listening to another session of the Spoken Label. Our full archive can be found over on Bandcamp at Spoken Label, that's one word, Spoken Label, full stop, bandcamp.com. And there is over 150 sessions there. So I'm sure that if you've enjoyed this session, there'll be something else there you can enjoy as well. Take care. Bye-bye. Spoken later.